Welcome to a VO2 Lounge short. In these episodes, I give a summary of the information found in a much longer and more in-depth previous episode. This episode is going to be all about how to run your fastest 5k time yet. I think it's important first to say what we're actually trying to do, because yes, we're trying to achieve a faster 5k time, but what are we actually trying to stimulate? Um, so to run a faster 5k time, you're going to have to improve a couple of things, those being your VO2 max, your lactate threshold and substrate utilization. So these next five tips are going to aim to improve these factors. Tip number one is going to be increasing your running volume. This is one that no one likes, but it is essential in any endurance sport. 1500 meter runners are peaking at around, let's say 150 to 170 kilometers a week, just to run a 1500 meter race on the day. Although much shorter than a marathon where 99% of the contribution to running will be aerobic, a 5k run is still over 90% aerobic, meaning that volume is critical in achieving a fast 5k time where you're not fading towards the end of the race. Although, that being said, you're not going to need as long a long run if you're trying to achieve a fast 5k time, as an amateur particularly. So you could probably, to begin with, limit your long run to an hour, an hour and a half maximum, something in the region of 15 kilometers as your kind of peak in running volume. Tip number two is going to be frequency and incorporating double days. Running more often is the best way and the easiest way to increase your running volume and keep your feel for the tarmac throughout the week. It also helps with the recovery times as your sessions don't need to be so long and also improved adherence to a plan. I always think it's much easier to stick to something that you do more often than you don't. If you wake up and you only train three days a week and one of those days is a training day, it's going to feel somewhat jarring and there's going to be a level of anxiety towards it. Whereas if you're waking up and you're training five or six days out of the week, the day that you don't or the two days that you don't are the days that feel odd rather than the days that you're actually doing your training. Elite middle and long distance runners will be training between 6 and 13 times a week as it's quite common practice to perform double days due to the impact of running on the body and it allows often for faster sessions as there is time for the body to recover in between and in some instances people will do double uh, threshold days. Tip number three adding some intervals into your sessions. Intervals can come in various shapes and forms, but if you're looking to improve your 5K time, adding some anaerobic threshold and VO2 max intervals into your training sessions to improve your top end speed is gonna be critical. Threshold intervals can be between three and 10 minutes long with about half the amount of rest, and 25 to 40 minutes will be the total time spent in zone. Obviously, initially, 25 minutes to 40 minutes is going to be quite a long run for some people at the beginning but as you advance you can start getting to the point where this is the amount of time you will be spending in zone during the run. As for VO2 max intervals these are 2 to 4 minutes in length and adjusted in intensity to fit with a 1 to 1 ratio of work to recovery and then 15 to 20 minutes of total time in zone. Again 
this could be considered a long run for people in the initial phase, so adjust accordingly. Tip number four, and this is quite a key one, utilizing periodization. Trying to get faster all the time isn't going to work. So set some kind of goal, whether that's a day or number of days or an event or even a period of time where you would like to be at your fittest, at your height of your powers for the year. Having a period of time to rest and recover followed by a period of preparation with a more low intensity uh, block that leads into your event preparation and high intensity work is the best way to see the biggest long term gains. It will help you prevent burnout and it also give you a variety in your training. If you go out every week trying to beat your park run PB, it's just not going to happen. Maybe right at the beginning where you are getting adaptions from just going out and going full throttle. But as you go after more and more time reductions, periodization is going to become more critical the further you go. This isn't to say that you need to have some massive base period before you go into your high intensity work, but it just means kind of gradually work your way in. Make sure you haven't, you've baked your cake before you try to eat it. And finally, tip number five, adding a taper. Somewhat counterintuitive, but the general scientific guidelines for likely effective taper in endurance related sports are two to three weeks period of incorporating 40 to 60 percent reduction in training volume following a progressive non-linear format while training intensity and frequency are maintained or only slightly reduced the length of a taper is usually determined by the level of fatigue of the athlete and the length of the race middle distance running a one-week taper is usually enough according to studies a well-trained endurance athlete a realistic performance goal for the final taper should be a performance improvement of about 2 to 3%. Now that is huge. That is like your carbon shoes if you're a good responder. This is like a elite athlete's winter's training performance improvement. 2 to 3% is a pretty large chunk. So if you follow all the steps already listed and you've identified a day, week, event, whatever it is that you would like to peak for and see that big goal, that big goal time, adding a one-week taper considering this is a uh, 5k race, a middle distance race, could see a 2 to 3% improvement in what your time would have been without the taper. For a lot of athletes, this can be a really tricky time because you're so used to training quite a lot and as you bring it out, you are thinking, am I losing too much fitness? Am I not doing enough? Am I doing too much? And it can really be a sort of traumatic time. And that's why I would also favor with the one week taper, because the shorter that taper is, the less time there is for you to overthink things and get the taper wrong. Thank you for listening to today's short. If you want to learn more, then I have a full length episode dedicated to this topic already. Before you go away, why not follow the podcast and leave it a rating wherever you get your podcasts from, or even better, share it with a friend. For any comments, feedback, or if you would like to suggest a topic for future episodes, I can be contacted at the vo2lounge at gmail.com. And with that, I'll see you in the next one.